Hi everyone, and welcome to another episode of Late to the Party. Thank you for clicking on my channel and coming back to listen to another one. So, I'm just going to apologize in advance if you hear my puppy playing upstairs. I tried to separate myself today, but he does have a lot of energy around this time, so he could be bouncing around and throwing himself on the floor. If you do hear that, he is okay. Trust me, all is good over here. But in today's episode, I actually wanted to talk a little bit about religion and growing up in this society, how we distract ourselves, and what it's like to try to walk in different faiths or not walk, and, you know, how that judgment can carry on from youth into adulthood, and all things of that nature. So, if you'd like to hear more about my thoughts on this, then just keep listening. Okay, so today we are going to talk about the big religion aspect, the one of the biggest topics, I think, in this country, and also something that seems to have its own definition depending on who you talk to. For example, some people say they're spiritual, which aka means I believe there's something up there, but I don't want to give it a name. Some people are just hardcore within their faith, and they say they believe in their leader, and you can't tell them anything else, and there's no other religion. Some people don't believe in anything, and they just think, you know, it is what it is, and science or the tectonic plates got me to where I am, which is no shade, just I don't know how to explain it. Um, and then I guess there's this category of people that used to believe in something, so they know something's there, but they don't want to be so hardcore about it, so they're kind of nonchalant about it, and then they end up praying every time something goes wrong, but forgetting about it when things are going well. So this topic kind of spoke to me over the past couple of weeks because I feel like there's just been a lot obviously this year and last year and you know sometimes it can get emotionally taxing just as a human and it's like you can only drink so much wine and watch so much tv and work out and paint your nails and change your hair color until you realize like your insides are clearly just screaming for help and you need something else and I feel like that's kind of what religion is sometimes um unfortunately I feel humans are the ones that kind of ruin it because humans will bring their own bullshit into it and have their own thoughts and opinions and that's when we start having marginalized groups and made up rules that affect only a certain percentage of people and so that's disappointing because I feel like that takes away from the core purpose of religion. And so my kind of story with it is I grew up originally Catholic and I went to Catholic school for elementary, most of high school, um, middle, all of middle school. And so basically, if you're Catholic, you know that you wear a uniform, you go to church at least once a week where you do the whole Eucharist and taking the communion, praying, you know, all that stuff. And then as you go on, they just tell you basically your whole life, like, you're not good enough, you're doing wrong, you suck because of this, that, and the third, and you start having that Catholic guilt, as a lot of people talk about. So 
in one breath, you're being told like, you know, oh, he loves, God loves you and you are his chosen child and you're perfect in his eyes, but you're also a sinner and everything you do is a sin and everything you talk about is sinful or think about is sinful. So you're kind of caught in like this middle ground where you're just scared all the time. You're And especially being a child, it's just so fascinating to think about because you're learning about the world and you're learning about different rules and different things and it can all seem chaotic. And then all of a sudden you're being told these Ten Commandments, the Bible stories, learning Old Testament, New Testament, learning about, you know, God's um, decisions when he's angry and how he can bless you. And it's just very confusing. And I, at least for me, it was interesting because I went between Catholic school and Catholic private and public school. So you would be with some people who are so about it. Then you would go to people who don't believe in it at all. And the crazy part is you'd also be in the Catholic school with kids that are like, I'm just here because I got promised a car, right? So you, you start thinking, is this a lie? Does this even make sense? What is, why am I here? What is this for? And I find it, I actually find it commendable for anybody that can be so strong with their faith from baby to death, from birth to death, because I feel like living in this world, there's so many distractions around that can lead you astray, take you somewhere else, you know, make you feel like what you believe is dumb and you're a weirdo for being religious. And I feel like that's kind of the path that I've taken. Like there's always been that little part of me, obviously, because growing up, you know, I've had it instilled, but I feel like there's always that part of me that, you know, when things are a little testy, I pray or if I'm just frustrated, I try to listen to a sermon. If I'm, you know, when things are going wrong for some reason, I'm always like, hey, God, you know, I know I haven't talked to you in like a couple years, months, but I'm hoping you could still throw down a prayer for me you know, watch out for me. And I promise that if this goes well, then I'll blah, 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 fill in the blank. Right. And I feel like that is a prayer that's prayed amongst many people around this world. So it's not new. And I feel like some people do it. And if you do it, you're not alone. But only when I started getting older, and I wonder if that is the thing because that's something that I've I've realized while I was growing up. It's like all these adults are telling me like, you know, you're going to need Jesus, pray to Jesus, get your prayers in, thank him, thank him, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, but you got to go through your period of rebellion and then you went back to Jesus. So why can't I have my period of rebellion? And I don't know if that's something that you get with age. And it's obviously a story in the Bible where people wander and then they come back and, you know, pick a testament. There's a story like that in all of them. And you just start to realize, at least I realized that what it meant is you just start realizing like you can't do it alone. And whether it's honestly you just being spiritual and looking up above and praying to whoever you're praying to, being a human is hard and life is hard. And anything from your job to your family to relationships to friendships to just being with yourself, your self-talk, it's all hard. And I feel like that's why adults 
or older people go back to religion because you start realizing that you need something to, like, put your... You need something to give your problems to. Oh, sorry, I hit the microphone. Um, But you just realize that everything starts to get so hard and you feel so weighed down. And I know, I remember... I got into this argument with someone in college about religion and they were just saying that it's just such a delusion that it's, you know, something to make the person feel better. Um, it's not real. Humans invented it. And it's like, okay, even if that's true, why is that such a bad thing? Like you just need something to get you from one day to the next. And if that is praying to God, if that's rubbing your crystals, if that's looking into the moonlight, like, do what you gotta do. And I hate that people are so judgmental about whatever people are doing to get through life because it is hard. And, you know, I feel like when we're going through school and, you know, we're all just trying to figure ourselves out, we obviously start partying and there's peer pressure to do all this other stuff. And, I feel like that's when people lose themselves the most because you want to be cool and you want to be with the times. You don't want to miss out. But I wonder how many people actually end up sacrificing themselves and who they really are underneath everything for the sake of being cool and following the crowd because it takes guts to like be a believer, honestly, in a world of non-believers, in a world of numbness, there's just so much around us that is telling us constantly to, you know, not focus on ourselves, not heal ourselves, not think of your traumas, not pray, not, you know, become one with yourself. It's all about go to this party, watch this episode, binge watch this, literally binge drink here, binge eat there. It's all bottomless something, tacos, you know, it's just, we're all getting so distracted. And it's not even distracted from religion. I think it's just distracted from ourselves and from the point and the purpose of everything with with all that's around us. And it's even shopping, like, Black Friday, buying all this shit. It's why (laughs) I don't understand. And so anyway, the thing that brought me here is because I feel like recently, you know, I'm 31. The times that we live in right now are scary. And I think that's why I'm trying to kind of veer back to a little bit of faith because there's just so much with the unknown, especially with COVID and everything you, some people didn't make it to 2021 and some people aren't going to make it to 2022. And that's freaking scary to just be walking around knowing that, you know, it might be your last couple of weeks. That's a lot. And it's really heavy on a lot of people. And I don't think that people should be judged for going back to religion or trying to start again with God or finding your, your faith in whatever you believe in, because we're in very, scary times. And to me, I feel like my path has always been, you know, I low-key want to be a believer and I low-key consider myself a believer, but I just feel like I don't omit the believer, all the believer qualities. And it's so interesting that, you know, now we've got like 
the Haley Biebers and the Justin Biebers and it's so cool to be religious and and maybe I'm talking out of my ass because it could be cool to be religious this whole time and I'm just not on like Christian TikTok because I know that's a thing. I'm on like the other side of TikTok. So being religious could have been cool this whole time and I was just hanging out in the wrong crowd. I don't know. But I I think it's cool that we're finally getting people on bigger platforms that aren't afraid to talk about their religion and they're not afraid to show that there's different sides to religion too. Because I remember growing up, it was like, okay, if you're a Catholic, then you've got to be like this. Boom, 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 boom. Anyway. I consider myself as Christian and I feel like I go to like the non-denominational churches and I just feel like there's more acceptance there. Um, growing up Catholic, we've tried a bunch of different churches, schools, and, you know, there was always that underlying layer of, I'm going to call it racism, prejudice, just, you know, shit talking. And of course people are going to say, oh, well, that's not what all Catholics are like. You shouldn't change your whole religion because of a couple of bad experiences. And it's, you're right. But you know, I'm tired of trying to go around to a bunch of different churches and find a different experience. So I hit home with the non-denominational churches. I feel like they are kind of more flexible in their thinking, in their preaching, in their music. Like we've been going to this one church where they brought this guy from Louisiana and his voice is of an angel. Um, the drums that they have, the solos, the guitars, like it makes you want to get on stage and, you know, try out, be a little acapella. So I feel like that's where I find comfort because they talk about real issues and they talk about real world things. And it's not just Quoting the Bible, stand up, stand down, kneel, Eucharist, pray, kneel, Eucharist, you know. It's very repetitive in the Catholic Church as well for me. And I feel like at times you can kind of lose sense of why you're there. You forget that you're there to, you know, cast your problems onto God and have him help you and give you signs and speak through you because you're just remembering to go through the process and go through the motions and it's hard. Um, and then I think also another thing for me was sometimes when you're praying and your prayers aren't answered, you feel like no one's listening to you. So since we're a quitting nation, we quit. And we're like, he's clearly not listening to my prayers. And I've prayed for seven, for a whole week, seven days, and I haven't seen any change. And it's like, you've just got to be patient. And I think that's a big thing in religion and in faith, at least in general, is just the patience of it all. I know in movies, you know, they always talk about faith as someone gets into a coma and then you're praying by their bedside for like four days straight and then they start moving a finger and you're like, oh my God, my prayers have been answered. I thank you, God. And I feel like that's how they try to categorize faith. And that's not what it is because sometimes the prayers that you pray are not answered. And you've got to realize and have faith that those prayers, the fact that those prayers aren't answered is your answer. It's like you're praying for something to work and it's not working. 
because that's not what is meant for you. And I 100% believe that. I feel like sometimes as ourselves or as humans, we think we know best and we think we know what we want and what's best for our life. So we try to go for it and do it. And then when we get it, we're disappointed. Or when we don't get it, we're disappointed. And it's like, maybe you should just start seeing things as what's meant for you will come to you and what's not meant for you is not going to happen. And even if something terrible and tragic does happen, that was also meant for you. And I know it's hard in the moment to be like, you know, I got into this horrible car accident. What is God trying to tell me? Why isn't God around me? And it's easy to think that, you know, you're forgotten when hard things happen. But weirdly, in a way, that's also a thing that's meant for you. So it's a religion is just hard, in my opinion. I feel like it's it's just a very layered experience but I also think it's a very personal experience and I'm so glad that with our new age new way of thinking you know millennials gen z's we're kind of trying to write our own rules of what things are and how things are supposed to be which I think is awesome because some people say oh you don't have to go to church you don't have to go into a building to try to talk to God you can talk to him in your car you can talk to him in your bathroom while you're showering you can talk to him while you're making dinner and that's true because and I think that's the part again where it's like humans have added all this stuff God is a spirit Jesus is a spirit and you know even in the Bible when Jesus goes off to talk to God before he gets put on the cross before his last supper. He just goes out into the woods and prays. And that's him being religious. And I feel like that's what religion is. There's just no rules. And we all need to stop judging people and trying to put people in a box for it. Because I think it's super personal. And it just depends on whatever you're believing in at the moment. And one of the things that really resonates with me when it comes to like this new age religion is also that everyone is allowed in um I think if you grew up catholic you know that there were a lot of rules and a lot of things said about who is allowed into the house of god and who is you know his child and it's like I I just find it so interesting that the people who are supposed to be the most religious and have you know the biggest crosses on their walls are the ones that are talking the most shit in comments like the Karens of the world the trolls of the world they'll have a in God we trust or bless or whatever in their um in their like Instagram profile but then they're saying the most horrific things in the comments. So then you're thinking, how is this a... I don't want to be Catholic if this is what Catholic are, Catholics are going to be like. Or I don't want to be fill in whatever religion. Because it, I feel like it's just such a judgmental space. And it, we've got to separate that from religion for sure. Because we have to realize that the humans, you know 
humans are just going to suck, period. Whether they're religious, whether they're not religious, whether they're, people are bitter, people are unhappy. And so I think it's unfair to, you know, try to blame religion and or blame or say that a certain religion sucks because of the people and the experiences that we've dealt with. Now, I know that is contradictory to what I was just saying about Catholicism earlier in this episode. But I'm saying in the sense of like, if you are deep rooted in that faith and you're deep rooted in whatever you decide to believe in, don't let other people come into your comments and come into your daily life and tell you that you're weird or you're wrong for what you believe in. Because people are just bitter and everyone is looking for some kind of guiding light to help them go get through whatever they're going through. So I am basically in this like new self-discovery of, you know, trying to see where on the barometer I fall faith-wise. Do I want to go to church every Sunday? Do I want to pray on my knees every morning, afternoon, and night? Do I just want to pray before dinner and then, you know, go for a walk and pray to God? I don't know. I don't know exactly where I'm at. And I feel like as I get older, I know exactly where I want to stand and what I want. Um, but I'm just not sure right now. And I feel like that's also okay. Like it's not to quote the Demi Lovato in some kind of weird scripture-esque way, but it is okay not to be okay. It's just, I feel like everybody always tries to be perfect and know what they're doing and have everything set up. And we don't, we don't know what we're doing. We don't have things set up for us. Everything, every day is a new experience. It's a new challenge. And I think that's just why you need to grasp and hold on to things that healthy things that help you through. Um, because one thing that my dad always used to say growing up is anything done in excess is is ne- can be negative or anything I'm not quite sure but basically he's saying that if you do too much of anything it could become a problem and that's also the thing about I mean religion that could be it too like you you then you want to be the best religious person in the neighborhood or you're the you pray the most so it's definitely important to keep in check whatever you're doing to make sure that you're not overdoing it um but I did want to touch on just healthy things for a second because, you know, like I was saying earlier in this podcast, I feel like a lot of things that are given to us and shown to us are to numb us out and to distract us from higher callings or from our gifts. And, you know, right now we're in a very toxic drinking culture where it's like, hey, are you stressed? Go to the bar. Hey, are you unhappy? Go to the bar. Hey, are you happy? Go to the bar. And it's like, the bar is not going to give you anything. You're going to overpay. You're going to waste money. Then you're going to need an Uber. Then after that Uber, you're going to get hungry. After that, you're going to want to, I don't know, buy something online because you feel snazzy. So it's like, Yes, even though you get that instant relief of, oh my gosh, I've had such a long day. And I'm not saying you can't have like a a couple glasses here or there, like a girl's night, whatever. But I am saying that if you are, if you find yourself 
feeling emptiness on the inside and you're reaching for something, whatever that may be, in hopes to cope or in hopes to make yourself feel better, that's when you kind of need to do a self-check and be like, hey, am I still enjoying this glass or am I hoping that this is going to fix something? Am I hoping that this is going to take the burden away of something bigger because it's very easy to slip into that six packs a day or six cans a day half a bottle a night and think that you're doing it because you know it's all in the name of a good time when sometimes it's in the name of sadness or anxiety or depression and I just I think that you know, if you're not going to turn to God, if you don't want to turn to your crystals, to your faith, to whatever you believe in, I just want to say that we should all be checking in on our mental health. We should all be checking in on our wellness right now because it is a difficult time to be alive, whether you're 90 or 5 or, I mean, newborns don't know what's going on, but you know what I mean. It's just to do anything else Because we're all going through a lot right now. So don't add to it, you know? Just find healthy ways to cope. Meditating. I know that's a huge one in our society. We all can't meditate, though, because we got ADD and we're watching TV and binging Netflix and whatnot. And I don't want this to sound like a holier-than-thou episode or like, you know, I'm going against my generation. I'm really not. I just feel like I've been trying to heal things with other outlets and it's not working and so I'm just gonna give it another old spin at the godly prayer and see if maybe he can bring me some peace to the anxiety that I've been feeling so that is my episode I'm gonna wrap that up here thank you guys again for listening to another episode if you hear a difference in the recording Um, the puppy upstairs just, he won. So I let him have the house. I went to go record elsewhere. Uh, but I appreciate you guys. Thank you again for listening to another episode. I will have another one for you next week. I'm hoping to have a guest on the podcast. Um, but if not, I'll come to you guys with another interesting topic, or I might just come to you guys with some insight on the housewife or housewives, because as some of you may know, we're getting four episodes for the Housewives of Beverly Hills, and I feel like that in itself deserves a full deep dive episode, because is Erica guilty? Is she not guilty? You know, she might, she might need some Jesus in her life right now, but I am going to leave you guys off with some inspiration, because I heard this quote earlier today and that's what kind of streamlined this whole podcast episode so let me share that with you really quick so I don't know about you guys but right now particularly I feel very anxious so this is something that I found earlier today that I've been saying out loud just randomly and I have as my screensaver it's just really easy it's not anything like too oh heavenly for our thou type um but it's just something that you can quickly say if you're feeling you know a little anxious in the upcoming months. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things that I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Because sometimes we want to change things and we don't even know how, but we try to force our way into it and we make a bigger mess. So 
just remember that someone is always looking out for you, whether it's your guardian angel, whether it's your crystals in the moonlight, and whether it's Jesus Christ himself. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day, morning or night, depending on when you're listening to this and be blessed. Thank you guys. Catch you in another one. Bye.